Welcome to the Everyday Carry the Word podcast. I'm your host, Mason Higgins, and this is where we look at the most important everyday carry item, that is the Holy King James Bible. Join us now as we take a look into the book. Thanks for joining me here on this first podcast of Everyday Carry the Word. And uh, again, my name is Mason Higgins. I am here in central Indiana, uh, where I am a youth pastor here. I also work full-time construction during the week, preaching Wednesday and Sunday to teenagers. And um, I grew up in Montana, um, living on a ranch, uh, just learning uh, so many things I would never uh, trade the world for. And uh, sure thankful for the way I was raised there. Uh, God saved me when I was 16 years old, um, and uh, boy, what a what a story in itself! As as God uh, showed me that I couldn't get to heaven on my own; that it was only by His righteousness, and I accepted Him as my Savior on Mother's Day of 2012. And uh, soon after, God led me to attend West Coast Baptist College, and there He called me to be in the ministry. Uh, called me to preach the Word of God, the Holy King James Bible, and and uh, towards the end of my last year, he led me to come out here to Central Indiana uh, to be uh, this uh, to be a youth pastor here and preach to teenagers uh, and and reach this lost and dying world. And I praise the Lord for what He's done. Well, this podcast is called Every Day Carry the Word, and uh, what does that mean? Every day carry. Every day carry. Uh, is a category of items that typically you uh, you throw in your pocket every morning, and as you head out the door, you you prepare for your day by putting some tools uh, in your pocket or in your pouch, whatever that may be, in your purse uh, to uh, prepare for anything that could come up during the day. Uh, as I mentioned before, on the ranch, I typically would carry a Leatherman tool or some sort of multi-tool uh, typically would be the Leatherman brand, and, and I love those tools. Uh, as, as you know, there are maybe 15 tools in one. Uh, they're so helpful, whether you are planning to to use it on a certain thing during that day or, or you're just putting it in your pocket to prepare in case something comes up where you can use it. Um, it's, a, it's a great thing, but there's, uh, there's, there's knives, there's flashlights. Um, there's wallets, uh, pens, uh, different things. Some people, some people uh, have a carry permit and they carry a handgun. Uh, of course, we uh, today we all carry a cell phone, maybe even a watch, whatever that may be. We have a lot of different things, and and we all have a, a unique thing probably that we carry. Maybe that's a lighter, um, but uh, we have these items and we carry them for preparation. And um, I, I've always had these things that I carry with me all the time. And, and I really, um, as of recent, I've have really uh, been interested in, in starting to follow all these items that um, it's amazing out there. If you, if you search for the manufacturer of these items and see the, the new inventions that are out there of things that just, they make your day more convenient. Um, the way that you can carry them and the way that you can use them um, and the way that they can just help you uh, live your normal daily life better. And uh, there's so many things and 
and we may take some time to discuss some of these things and, and share with some uh, things that I've put into my everyday carry uh, items that that really uh, maybe could help you. But um, but really here as I took an interest in these things, I sat back and thought the most important thing we need to carry every day ultimately is the Word of God. And the reason is, is because all these items prepare us for our here and now day. But the Word of God is, if you want to call it that, an item that prepares us, of course, for the here and now day, but also for eternity future. Now that's why I'm creating this podcast is to prepare us and to every day carry the Word of God. Uh, and of course, it's not necessarily something that we can fit in our pocket, although there's pocket-style Bibles. There's uh, apps you put on your phone to, to carry the Bible with you. And surely that's what I'm speaking of, is, is carrying the Bible, but more importantly, carrying it in our hearts, putting it into our heart, into our mind to carry with us throughout the day. Not, not necessarily a hard copy, but a, uh, a preparation on a daily basis with the Word of God. And so uh, for this first podcast, just to uh, really see the importance of carrying the Word of God, uh, the Bible says, prepare to meet thy God. Uh, and the only way to do that is to get into the Word of God. Uh, that is how we prepare. But I'm going to look here specifically at one verse, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse number 12. It says, for the Word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Boy, there's a lot there in that verse, but I'm telling you, this verse, it, it explains so much of what the Word of God is to us. And and so I'm just going to take a brief moment here and, and break it down. First of all, it says it's quick. And really that quick, that word, has the idea of being alive. It's quick. It's uh, of course, we think of, you know, maybe it's fast, but it's uh, it's alive. As I've read this verse many times uh, recently, I've I've studied it once again to, to preach in a Sunday school time, Sunday school class, and, and there's some things that I, I never saw before. As I studied through it again, there's some things that just popped out to me, and it's because the Word of God is quick, because it is alive. You've probably heard it called the living word before. The living Word of God, and that's because it really, truly is. It's a living book. Uh, there's no other book uh, in this world besides the, the, the Holy Bible that uh, is quick, that is alive like this book. You can read it. Uh, you could read through this whole book. Uh, I know this, this would be a, a lot, and I don't think I'd ever even do it. Uh, you could read through this whole book if you spent all day long and read through this book and you did that every single day, of course, that's the only thing you'd accomplish, uh, you would still uh, you would still learn so much every single time. If you live to be 70, 80, 90, 100 years old, you would learn something every single day. It's inexhaustible. Uh, you can't outstudy the Word of God. It is quick. It's 
It's powerful, the Bible says here. It's powerful. Uh, just as some of the things you carry on a daily basis are powerful. I think of a handgun. You know, if, you, if you're carrying, you have a carry permit, you carry uh, a handgun. That thing is powerful. It's meant to knock someone down in their tracks, a, a, a weapon of defense uh, to, to stop someone in their tracks. It's powerful. It has the ability to reach out. You don't have to come physically in contact with somebody because that thing is powerful. It can reach far and and impact somebody, knock them to the ground. Uh, the Word of God is powerful. How do we know that? I uh, think of the beginning of the book when uh, God created everything, the heaven, the earth, uh, the, the sun, the moon, the stars, the everything on the earth, the, the plants, the waters, uh, the, the animals in the water, the animals on the land, the animals in the air uh, created us. And, and as you read how He created those things, it says that God spoke and it simply came into existence. Now that's powerful. I can say wind stop. I can say uh, sun uh, stop. But my words aren't going to make that happen. But God's words do. Jesus Christ is an example as he said, cease be still to the wind and, and surely it stopped uh, right in its tracks. The Word of God is powerful. Think of creation when you ever wonder how powerful the Word of God is. It has power to forgive. It has the power to save souls. Thirdly, here we see that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Nothing's more frustrating than when you, uh, maybe you have a package or something that you need to cut or open, and you pull out your knife, and you soon find that it's dull. You find, man, you have to saw on it a little bit, and it takes a little longer, and you're trying to cut something with ease, and it just it's, it's a fight, and it's a struggle because your knife is dull, and you've got to take the time to go sharpen that thing where the Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. I mean, I've seen some sharp, sharp knives where you can hold up a piece of paper and just slice through it like butter. Word of God sharper than that. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Two-edged, going in and going out. Uh, it's sharper. And it doesn't need to ever be sharpened. It doesn't ever get dull. It's always sharper. Uh, and it says here, under this idea of being sharp, uh, it says this, it's piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow. Uh, so three things, our bodies, our, our beings are, are made up of three parts, a soul, a spirit, and a body. And this book here, the Holy King James Bible, has the ability to pierce all three parts of our being, our soul, our spirit, and our body. It can pierce through. Oh yeah, it's powerful. And it's sharper. It's amazing how... So many people maybe get offended at some real biblical preaching. It's because the Word of God is sharp. It's piercing into their soul. It's piercing into their spirit. It's piercing into their, their body even as, as it's touching them. And, and it's not comfortable to be pierced. But piercing is important because we all need surgery. Sometimes we need surgery physically. Sometimes we need spiritual surgery. And the Word of God has the power to do that it has the power to to cut out the old stinky heart and put in the new heart uh, at salvation. The word of God is sharper and is a discerner. Lastly, here is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. What does that mean? 
it can get into the most secret places. Think about the most hidden place of our being. You know, you can hide so much. You can hide so much. You could, you could hide stuff from public uh, that, that, that you would call private in the privacy of your home, but your family still knows about it. You can, you can even hide some things from your family, but really the most secret of places is, is in your mind, your thoughts, and your intentions, the intents of your heart. But the Word of God can get to those places. The Word of God can get into the most secret places of our being. It can reach because it's sharper than any two-edged sword. That's why conviction sets in when we open the book and we read the book or we listen to the preaching of the book. We find that we're convicted because it has the ability and it is reaching into our most secret places. Why do we need to carry this book? Why do we need to uh, make sure that as a part of our preparation every day, just as you prepare your, for your day by sticking a knife in your pocket or a flashlight or a pen or your wallet and your phone, whatever that may be, you've also got to stick the Word of God into your heart and into your mind every single day because truly it not only prepares you for your day, but it, pre- it prepares you also for your eternity. Now, this is the first podcast uh, on this, on this uh, everyday carry the word, uh, and and this is the most important thing that you got to realize. The most important preparation is preparing to meet that God. If you're saved, then you are prepared to meet God. There's still some more preparations you can make, but you're prepared to meet that God. In the sense that if you're saved, you're on your way to heaven. That's how to prepare. That's how to prepare. If you'd say, you know what, I, I'm i not sure. I'm not sure that I would go to heaven, but I hope so. Well, friend, let me tell you, you can know so. You don't have to hope so. You can know so. And it's very simple. The Bible says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. This book here is written so that we can know without a shadow of a doubt that we're on our way to heaven, that we're saved, the Bible says. How do we do that? First, we got to realize we're sinners. If you don't realize you're a sinner, you have no need for salvation. But the Bible says, for all have sinned. Uh, and come short of the glory of God, falling short of the glory of God, there's none righteous, no, not one. We're all sinners. It's very clear. For me, it's easy. I know that I'm a sinner. It's not too hard for me to tell that I'm a sinner. Uh, it's, it's very easy for me to see my sinfulness on a daily basis even. And that's the first thing, person and friend, you got to understand is that, that you're a sinner. But that's a good thing because that means you can get saved. That's a good thing that you realize that you're a sinner because now you have the hope of getting saved. Now you have the hope of of entering heaven's gates because that's the first step. Acknowledge you're a sinner and realize that Jesus Christ, God, loved you and sent Jesus Christ to die for you. The gospel is this, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And in order to enter heaven's gates, you've got to receive that because that was the payment for your sin. Sin has to be punished. 
And either you're going to pay for it in hell, or you're going to accept the fact that Jesus paid for it for you already. It'd be foolish to pay for something that's already been paid for you. Paid for for you. So uh, accept it. That's the simple uh, simplicity of the gospel is that you simply have to accept it. It's a gift, the Bible says. A gift is something you don't pay for. Something you never have to return. It's something you simply receive and thank, thank God for. How do you accept it? The Bible says, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's how simple it is. It's just a matter of receiving this gift. Confess with your mouth. I remember the moment I got saved there in 2012 that I I, I, I uh, prayed this. I confessed with my mouth. I said, Lord God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I, I deserve a punishment. And the punishment, the Bible says, is hell. I, I said, I deserve hell. But I realized that I can be saved. I realized that Jesus Christ, I admit, Jesus Christ died for me so that I don't have to. And I, uh, I confess Christ now. Lord, please save me. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Uh, it's a, it was a prayer just like that, just as simple as that. And uh, if you don't know, if I, if I came to you and I said, are you 100% sure that you're saved? And you say, no, I'm not 100% sure, but I'd, I'd like to go to heaven. I'd like to be saved. Uh, I'd like to know for sure. Hey, pray and confess to God the best you know how. Uh, admit you're a sinner, uh, and admit your need for Him to save you. Hey, that's the most important preparation you can ever make. Most important. If you are saved, surely we have much preparation, not not to enter heaven's gates, but preparation for when we enter heaven's gates and how we will meet the Lord. We have so much preparation. We need to prepare on a daily basis. We need to learn to carry the Word of God on a daily basis basis. Thanks for tuning in here on this first podcast. Join us next time.